spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. No one would have believed in the early years of the 21st century that our world was being watched by intelligences greater than our own. No, no, wait a minute. That's ridiculous. And that's a, a real thing? Yes. Well, that's just silly. Silly, yes. Idiotic, yes. Dear me, does anyone else feel a trifle queasy? I'm fine. I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. And now, and now, and now, and now, and now, roadies. Welcome to roadies, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host. This is Mus, and my guest this week, Ben Lieber. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing great, Mus. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm totally making You're that always up. Always fantastic. Now you know what I just I make it sound better than it really is. It's like my whole life. No, it's basically, no, 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 no. I make myself sound taller than I really am. I make myself no, that's not true. That's... Feel like I look better than I actually do, but I have mirrors. I know. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> well, I don't know what you do in your in your private life as far as making yourself look and sound taller, but I will say this to everybody listening. <laughs> Even in the hallways, and you and I just like on the golf course or hanging out, yeah. you're always so cheery. Well, you I have like such to have... a great positive outlook on life. Thank you. I just like to have fun. Yeah, you do like to have fun. You know, so I, mean, I, I, I want everybody to know that like your enthusiasm on mic is who you really are. It's probably yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not. You're not. Yeah. yeah, you're not one of those fakey radio people, right. or, or entertainers that like you get off the air and they turn the mic off and then they're like these grumpy old fucks and you're like <laughs> what. You're like, wow, I didn't – I mean, I've got a story about a local guy here that I yeah. could not believe. I'm really? Like, yes. That off, off camera. Like the, always the, or the grump, just – The grumpiest, meanest, like salty, sassy. I'm like, oh, you're not like the guy on TV when – And the, then turns it on and all of a sudden yeah. it's just delightful. Yeah. Oh, oh those yeah, people are probably the worst. not to be shared on this podcast. I was just going to ask, but I figured there's no but way there, you're going to say. There are people like that that exist. Yeah, and we don't really have many in in this building, though. And I, I there's not oh a God. Let me count all the people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get after it here. This is Roadies, the game show podcast, and we're going to be talking about some road stories as well. I got one to share with you, but we'll come up here with, the, with that in just a second. First game. Oh yeah. Mystery mixtape. All right, Ben. Super easy. I'm going to give you 20 seconds of a song. you got to give me song title and song artist. Okay? Super easy. It's not, though, because this is not my wheelhouse. Music? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, not my wheelhouse. Well, it might be. You, you, be, you might surprise okay. yourself on this one. All right, here we go. Here's your first song. The butterfly, uh-uh, that's old. Let me see the tubes and rolls. You don't get the song title, I'll be really upset with you. Well, well it's it's all in there, right? Yeah, it is. It's took uh, by, by the 69 boys, right? Yes. And what was the year for just extra points? Um, they even said it in there. Oh, they did say it in there? Yeah. Oh. 
96? No, 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 1994. 94. Oh, yeah. 94. Yep. The album was called 1994. Uh, so this would have been, you would have been 16 years old. Were you cranking this up in the car? Dude, we were cranking this up. So, so my buddy, um, you know, small town stuff, you know how this goes. Yeah. Right? You, you know, just just cruising. We don't really have a loop in our in, in Vermilion, South Dakota. Um, but we definitely cruise. Yeah. You, know, you just drive around. Like, Did you guys uh, actually use the tomb, uh, term shoot the loop? Uh, we'd say cruise the loop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Say, yeah say, all, all the same. So we'd have to go to Beersford, South Dakota. To, to, they actually had a loop. Yeah. They had a main drag and, and kids from around the area would, would cruise the loop. Um, but in Vermilion, we was just like trying to just cruise around. Well, my buddy Wade Beach, um, he he was he was like the older kid in the class, so like he was the one driving before everybody else. You know? <laughs> Super senior. <laughs> <laughs> but but just he, he's a fucking riot. Yeah, he's the best guy ever. Um, but he had this old like I think it was a white Jimmy GMC Jimmy. Yeah, and you know he 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 worked you know so he had he had some cash and so he bought. Like a subwoofer, yeah. As you, oh, as you do, right? Yeah. You know, as every young Just rattle kid. those windows. Oh yeah, we rattled the windows. So I remember cruising Vermilion, listening to this song when it came out, <laughs> in in his Jimmy, just thinking we were the coolest dudes in town. That was the early form of uh, social media, really, was shooting the loop or cruising Maine because you would just go down and then like you do in social media, as you drive by somebody, you judge them. And uh, 100%. Yeah. So that was how we started social media, really. Oh, uh, 100%. I mean, it was, and especially when we would go to a town like Beersford, where all the other small town kids would, would get together. So you're not judging your your girls or guys from Vermilion. You're judging right. everybody else. And it was, oh, yeah. and that was the best part, too, because it was all fresh. Oh, yeah. And there's something oh, about it. It's, it's so weird. Out-of-town girls are always hotter. Always hotter. Always. It's just the weirdest thing. I don't know what it. So, again, the guys from, the weird thing is the guys from Beersford, and the guys from Vermilion, we all just kind of had this weird, like, intermix. I don't know why the two towns just kind of clicked. We're, like, you know, 25 miles apart. Right. Um, but whenever we were, like, in state track – or in, in track meets, not state track, but just tra- track meets, we were always kind of in this – together. Right. And and we always – we piled around with the dudes and we're like, man, your your girls from Beers are so hot. And they're like, you're kidding me? Like, your girls from Vermilion are so hot. Yeah. Like, well – Fine, you can have them. They're super annoying. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 And, you don't know the backstory. Yeah, you don't know the backstory. <laughs> and we always looked at the girls from Beersford like, damn, they're right. all like tens. Yeah. And, and they and thought I, the same thing about ours. And I heard that they, they'll put out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They always. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Those Albert actually, Lee girls. Oh, I boy. I think they actually did, too. <laughs> yeah. Because I, not, not necessarily with me, but yeah. <laughs> um, there are some stories about- People making out with each other behind the buses and stuff. Well, like yeah, but that's because your buddy from Vermilion was talking about the beers and making it up. So you don't have a chance to go, okay, Becky, did you guys actually make out? I know. So you can make up any story that oh, you want. Ba- I know. Yeah, that's locker room. I know. Oh, you, dude, growing up in Oatana, I mean, Faribault chicks were always the hottest and the dudes were all driving lift kits. And then you got like Albert Lee girls were hot. The Austin girls, no. Rochester. <laughs> Rochester, oh, they were a smoke show. Oh, smokes with money, too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. The Rochester girls, I'm sure, were like, oh, yeah, dad's like some sort of neuroscientist there at the clinic. <laughs> yeah. She's a smoke show, and yep. you're set. And she's totally going to go to Mankato State because she can't get in anywhere else, but oh, she yeah. won't have to worry about yeah. that anyways. <laughs> Here we go. Your second song, Mystery Mixtape. Mixtape. <laughs>
white guy. I made these so easy for you. You did. I'm, I'm glad you did. Well, pretty fly for a white guy, yeah, but I don't know. But I don't know who sings it. Offspring. Oh, that is Offspring. Yeah. 1998. This would been your first year at K State. Uh, well, technically second, because you know, you know how did you graduate in the spring of graduate in the spring of '97 from high school? So my first year was technically '97 in the fall. '97 in the fall. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, but but it could. I guess depending on when in '98 it came out, if it was the summer of '98 or the fall of '98, have been my going into my second year. So did you ever do a college road trip? Did you guys ever? You know, it's funny that. Um, yeah, I mean, and we we brought we were talking about this before we. Uh, we went on the air, but, um, you know, K-State obviously is, is a lot of influence from Kansas City kids and, and Wichita kids and kind of around the area. But along with that is a lot of those Kansas City kids, the Johnson County kids, was, those are the rich kids. Johnson oh, County kids. Yeah, oh, those kids. kids. We hate those kids. Um, which, I'll swim in their pools. But which we, like didn't, we didn't have a ton of Johnson <laughs> County kids because, you know, we're a state school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're, yeah. you know, we're a state school. Um, so we would go to the Ozarks. Oh yeah, and um, and so we would we would road trip with a bunch of football guys to the Ozarks, and um, those are the best times, man. And they weren't you know super elaborate trips because I think I think from from Manhattan to the Ozarks is five and a half hours, so it's it's like the perfect length, right? Where we could stop in in Kansas City, we could go to someone's house, get some supplies, do whatever. That was always the college thing. You'd go over, yeah. hit my, you know, we'll go hang out with my parents for a little yeah, while. Exactly. Dad will make steaks. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. We we did that whole little pit stop, and then from Kansas City, the Ozarks, where my buddy's um, family had a little timeshare or, or some condo or whatever, you know, it was probably two and a half, three hours. So it was the perfect length to to have some roadies. Um, yep. We we went to Lambert's, which is this iconic restaurant uh, just outside Springfield, Missouri, and it's the home of the Throwed Roll. Ah, uh, what so, is that? So the throwed the throwed roll? roll. Okay. So they're famous for these like like little biscuits or rolls. They're, okay. They're homemade, and it's it's a buffet style buffet concept, but not a get up to the trough of food. Right. And no graze, sneeze bar. No sneeze bar. <laughs> right. So it's kind of brilliant. So everything that you order, you can have as much of it as you want and the waitress the wait staff will bring it to you oh here comes a bunch of football guys oh so here here comes a bunch of football guys now let me let me let me close the loop on the throat roll so the throat roll is just sort of the 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 always appetizer that's always being around so they okay. have these cart people and they push these almost like airplane carts and they're full of just fresh warm rolls oh. if you call for one you could be across the room. Really? And they'll chuck that some bitch out. Oh, I love this place already. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they could be, uh, you know, 20 feet away, and you're like, hey, over here. Hey. Right. Pew. And just hucking them. You know, and they'll just chuck them at you. What a sweet job yeah, that would it's be. it's so fun. It's, and, it's, and it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of picnic style where, you know, you just, it's nothing fancy. Yeah. And so, you know, we would always get, I think that we would always get the pork chops because they're these amazing bone-in pork chops. Yeah. And but you can eat as much as you want, so you eat your two your portion of two pork chops, and it's kind of like fogo de chão. Is that how you say it now? Fogo de chão. Yeah. I always said fogo de chão, but yeah. like I think we're saying. I, I know I never get it right. The Brazilian place, yeah, yeah the Brazilian yeah. place, yeah. yeah. Where I didn't learn about that whole little poker chip, yeah, I didn't yeah. know about that, and so they just kept bringing it, 
Like, and I'm just too. Ass. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just too polite to just like no. For the love of God, I can't. I'm sweating gravy over here. Knock it off. And I just kept eating and eating and eating. It's like oh my, oh god. my god. Yeah. So horrid. Oh, I love that. We place. went there for a birthday party, and it was like my wife brought me there, and she's like, "Hey, later, you know, it's your birthday." Well, you can't do that. If I you, overmeat. If, you, if yeah, if you are, if you're going to go there with a the date, or you're going to feel like you're going to have sex that night, that's the worst place to go. Oh God, no! Because you're going to yeah. have some drinks, and you're going to have this overabundance of red meat and right. just regular meat. Like, yeah. there's no way you're going to perform at a high level that no, night. No, not at all. It's, yeah, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. So, so any guy listening out there, do not go to one of those Brazilian steakhouses right. if you, if you want to get after it with your significant other. Yeah, it won't. It won't happen. It's not going to happen. No. So, so that's the that's the concept. So it's awesome. So we would road trip and we'd go down there and we'd stop at Lambert's and it was always the place that we looked forward to. And so, you know, just like you do in any buffet, you don't eat, you right. know, it's hard, you know, it's hard because we're drinking beers on the way. Of course. You're having snacks or whatever. Um, but you stop at Lambert's and um, you eat as much as you want. And then and it's Southern style too. Like, so they have like fried okra and stuff like this, like Southern sides yeah. and all that's all you can eat too. Jeez. So they come around with these big pots and, and if have you ever like, gotten kicked out of a uh, buffet? No. Have they ever asked you, like, sir, yeah, that's going to do? No, not me. But, I mean, definitely definitely been around some guys that, that way took advantage of the of the buffet price and the I concept. I actually did get kicked in out Vegas? of Vegas? Uh, no. Uh, old Country Buffet. Oh. Over in. So what was your go-to? In Roseville. <laughs> What's your go-to deal? Like well, you- so okay, we would we would. Uh, so I was living at Hamlin, uh, uh, across the street from Hamlin, with some buddies there on Snelling. The, I was going to Brown for broadcasting. Mm-hmm. They were going to the real school, and um, so they didn't. These guys didn't know how to pay for rent. Like they were like, yeah, yeah we're they all didn't broke. Know how to, oh, and I'm like, like they couldn't budget for the rent. Or? Well, no, they just they didn't have any money, and oh, so I, I go, budget. well, let's throw a party, and they're like. You don't have any money. We just told you. I'm like, that's how you make money in college. Yeah. So we threw a big kegger. They had never done that before. I'm coming from Mankato State, you know, so I'm, I'm oh, teaching them the ways. Yeah. yeah. So we had this great party. It was awesome. We made a ton of money. And then the next morning we got up and I'm like, all right, this is the other thing that you do after this. You go to the Old Country Buffet after we clean the house. So we go over and we uh, go to the OCB and we were there in the morning and we ate. And we just kept on eating, and we just kept on eating, and then the lunch came out. We just kept on no. eating, and they were about to turn over for the next, uh, like getting ready for dinner. And that's when they're like, uh, "You guys have been here a while. I think it's time and you, you go. really did like consistently eat something the whole time." Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a crazy feast. But yeah, they they actually asked us to leave at the old country buffet. I feel like there's a whole strategy to how to how to take advantage of buffets because I. I, I don't think that I take advantage of some of the the side items as much, right? And that's what I think is the biggest downfall because I just don't last very long. Because well, because you the, overload, yeah. You know that first plate, you're just like, <laughs> really going to let me have all of this? And then you go nuts, and then you can't you, you can't finish. Well, same kind of like, like we were talking about after the Brazilian. Yeah, exactly, thing. you can't finish. <laughs> I mean, I, I I couldn't even get to the finishing part. <laughs> but the, like the Brazilian places, the, <sighs> the problem that I run into. My eyes get big when I just go to the salad bar because the salad bars are fucking epic. Yes. Like, I mean, it's it's like every type of yummy cheese that you want. Oh, you know? And, and you got like, and the salads actually look really good. And then they have all like the little side, like the little pickles and like the little, yeah. like, I love all that stuff. How too. does the lettuce hold up? Because when I bring lettuce home and I'm too lazy, I have it shredded. 
I, I bring it home. It's good for like a day. And then it starts to like brown. Am I am I doing something wrong? It's not like I'm leaving it on the counter. Yeah, but you go to I, those things and you're like, how does it all look well, so I just, spectacular? I don't know. I just trust that they're doing something right that I'm not doing. And maybe <laughs> and maybe they're spray painting it. I don't <laughs> I don't care. It's delicious. Like, and I'm gonna have four bowls. Yeah. All right, here we go. Last one for mystery mixtape. Well, it's Taylor Swift. Yes. And is it, um, it's like wipe it off or something like that? <laughs> You're still thinking about after the yeah, Brazilian yeah. thing there. No, it's shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it yes. Off. <laughs> I just remember. Oh, yeah. wipe it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the Chris Hockey band if they're. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is. Um, this is what like the the forty year old man has to do every time he goes pee. Yeah. <laughs> this one is from twenty fourteen, and uh, it came off the album nineteen eighty nine. But twenty fourteen, the reason that I played this one for you, one I thought, oh, is he going to out himself as a as a Swifty uh, or a wipey? Um, <laughs> and the second reason is because I believe that it was. I was trying to remember the year. I'm pretty certain it was twenty fourteen. That you and Christy, my wife, and Abby, mm-hmm. we all went down to Touchdown in the Tropics mm-hmm. in Cancun with the Miller Lite folks. Yeah, sounds about right. Sweet friends from Miller Lite and the Minnesota Vikings. So what we would do is they'd fly us down, and we would bring listeners with us, people that had won at Vikings Country shows that I had done or whatever in different uh, locations with Miller Lite. And then um, we would fly down, and we'd bring former player, mm-hmm. uh, such as yourself, and then uh, we would watch the game. So it was the one game of the season that I would get off. I wouldn't have to work at all, and hockey would have to fill in for me. He hated it. And um, so, yeah, we would sit and we'd watch on the beach. And it was awesome. So while we're there, an incident, this is part of my roadie story for you. While we're there, something you didn't know that happened. Do you remember when we frolicked in the ocean? Yeah. You and I, we decided we are going to go body surf. Yeah. Yeah. And the girls are sitting up on the beach watching us yeah. jackasses, just literally. Yeah, we're, we're having fun. Yeah, replaying the Rocky Three scene, running yeah. on the beach, and yeah. just idiots. Well, I almost drowned that you did? day. Yeah. Two things happened. One, I have a Spock toe because of frolicking. A so Spock toe. Literally, you know, like Spock, yeah. live, live long and prosper, yeah. that whole thing with the hand where the, the V there? Yeah. My toe does that now on my left foot. I don't know how it happened. What? But yeah, so when we were bouncing around, also I'm like, oh, my foot kind of like, I felt like it was like a cramp or something. I'm like, huh, to this day, I got Spock toe. It's stuck like that? It's stuck like that. Get out of here. Yes. And it hurts too every once in a while. Like if the weather is weird or if sometimes I'm like, yesterday I was playing hockey and I just turned on it wrong and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, Spock toe. So I got Spock toe, but that's not how I almost drowned. Maybe it was at the same time. But- why I almost drowned. We're frolicking. It's a great time. I'm enjoying this. And I I ate, just ate shit, just boom. We were body surfing at that yeah, time. Yeah. And when I hit, my trunks came down okay. a little bit. Yeah. And in the front. Yep. 
And I was like, oh, no. I thought they were gone. Oh. <laughs> right? So I'm like, oh. And so I, I didn't want to get up out of the water. And then the next waves start crashing, you know? They just yeah. keep coming at you. They don't stop. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to drown here with my wiener out. <laughs> and it just got sandblasted. So it's definitely not presentation level right now. My wife already has to b- deal with this thing. I don't want your wife to actually see it. Nor you. Was, I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, I just, I just kept taking on waves. I was trying to find my shorts. You're willing to, to eat the waves. Yeah. You, oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't know that story. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I'm perfect to tell. I had a vision of you. I had a vision of you when you are telling that story, getting log rolled up onto the beach with your wiener out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sitting there having to get mouth to mouth. Christy decides not to, so you guys yeah, have to. Like, uh-uh. You guys uh, got a I've coin been flip for this day for many years. <laughs> Let him go. Let him- <laughs> it's the way he wanted to go with his wiener. I'll out. probably get a free buffet coupon out of this because the hotel will feel bad for me. <laughs> oh, so over all the years that you've traveled, I mean, you ten seasons, right? With, yeah, ten seasons in the NFL. Um, and with all that travel, I got to assume so that and your family, you guys love to travel, mm-hmm. um, that you got to have some kind of sweet like road story or a travel story or something like, I mean, did you ever have any issues when I mean, all those flights in the NFL, did you guys ever have like a, whoa, that was a close call? Well, I, I mean, one that's actually, you know, fairly recent, I mean, for all Vikings fans out here is like my, my last year, I believe it was 2010. Yeah. 2010 yeah. when we had the roof collapse and all that stuff. <sighs> Were you, were you on that? Yeah. Were you on no, I was fl- not on the flight. The Green Bay flight? No, 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 no. Because I didn't. I don't travel with the team for yeah, those yeah, games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, right. I was at home, especially yeah, so, when you guys were in oh Philadelphia. My God, yeah. So, so the Green Bay flight <laughs> flying into Appleton, and um, you know, it's snowing out or just snowed, and and our back left wheel as we're taxiing to the gate fell off or slipped off the the tarmac and into oh, the I into the mud, and you know, it's you know how you know, hundred ton, you know two hundred ton airplane that you just can't like fire up the engines and push yourself out. Right. So we were stuck, and um, so we were there for hours, hours, hours Ick. sitting on the plane because it was it was a bunch of bunch of comedy of errors. I mean, first of all, they tried to figure out okay how stuck are we. So then I, I think that. The pilot or somebody maintenance had to go out there and just check. Okay, yeah, you're really stuck. So that took some time. Then Here it was in like, Wisconsin, doesn't somebody have a lift kit and some well, log yeah, chains? The, Let's go. The, so, as as everybody kind of realizes, like when you fly into Green Bay, everybody flies into to Appleton and stays in Appleton. Yeah, because you don't you don't stay in Green Bay. And Appleton's a small airport, and these are big planes, so right. they're not really equipped to handle these big big planes. Um, and and so. And that is, yeah, is that, that's, I think we had to, I think because the weather, we had to go there or something like that. Anyway, the point is they didn't have anything for those type of planes. They didn't have a tug. They didn't have, oh, yeah. they didn't have the, the stair, like normally we'd get off and I guess we'd have to go use the, the jet bridge. Yeah. Well, because we couldn't get up to the gate. Well, they didn't, we couldn't, you couldn't extend our arm to get the jet bridge right. out to us. Way too far. And then the the portable stairs weren't equipped to handle that size of plane, so we couldn't use the stairs. Did and then, you get to use the inflatable slide? No, that so the that I, we fun. were hoping to. So then, <laughs> so then they're like, "Oh, we're going to call Green Bay's airport, and they've got a, a 
maybe a staircase that we can use. They can maybe just fashion one up to something and get it down to us. Well, but by the time they figured that out, they're like, well, what's the next available option? Well, they called the fire department. And then we'd use the cherry picker. So they would cherry pick the bucket up to the door. Oh, God. And then I think it was two two at a time. I think you, you can only go two at a time or three at a time. That had been terrifying. It was fine because you weren't all that high. Okay. Um, I'm it, terrified. But it took so. forever. And, you know, yeah. you know, obviously at that point, there's, you know, there's a hierarchy on the plane. Sure. You know, so it's like – you know, obviously head coach and then all this, all the players get off first. So all of us media schlubs are sitting in the back waiting our turn, which end up being, I think we were on the plane for three or four hours. Oh God, that sounds horrible. Yeah. It was, it, you know, it, it, we went through the whole range of emotions, like confused, pissed, like yeah. angry about it. You know, what are we going to do with, with this, that, and the other? And there's like the acceptance. And then it was just like, we just had fun with it. We're like, oh my god, this is just ridiculous. So we then we found like just the comedy and how ridiculous it was. They put a movie on for you or anything? No, nothing. No, but you know the the gals were great. The, our flight attendants were great because then then it was just a free for all with all the food. You yeah, know, just you ate everything. You know <laughs> everything that they had. Plain food is really good too. Yeah, well you know, <laughs> you know those tri- those trips are they treat you like like kings on those trips. So it's like everybody gets a first class meal. Yeah. You know, we have, you know, baskets and baskets of snacks. I mean, so I, I mean, I ate so much cheese and grapes. I mean, it was just disgusting. I remember the look on your face going back to the touchdown in the tropics, talking about planes and, and stuff on there, because they, we would bring our own Miller Lite with yeah. us because normally the, the resorts didn't have Miller Lite. And so they would literally, and so we get on the plane, it's like, what? Five thirty, six o'clock yeah. in the morning. It was pretty early, and you and I are sitting across from each other on the plane. And they come through, and and they uh, they don't ask you if you want a beer. They here's no, yeah, here's yeah. two, and you're just like they just give them to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is unbelievable. Pace yourself. I know. <laughs> you're like I'm the experienced vet on this thing. I know how this goes. <laughs> I'm the wise old sage yep, here. Yep. Just follow my lead. We had it on the bus. We had it when oh you God, met at the hotel. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was absolutely spectacular. Uh, any other uh, road trips that you've ever taken that were like uh, impactful for you? Even if it's like something when, when you were a kid, did, when you were growing up in in Vermilion. Mm-hmm. When you live in South Dakota, do you go? To Mount Rushmore, is there a like a family trip to do no. that? Because like we avoid the Mall of America unless someone comes yeah, into town. Yeah, exactly. You know, I I feel bad about that, and it's not it's not any it's not my fault. You know, my my parents. You know, we 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 try to do a summer vacation as you know as much as we can, and I think I look back at my child. It wasn't as probably as frequent as I was thinking in my mind. But we never went out to to the west side of South Dakota unless it was for sports related. And oh, sure. so in South Dakota, they. They they alternate you know state tournaments um, east and west river uh, just to make it fair for travel and everything. So my freshman year of high school, uh, state track was out in uh, in Rapid City. So that was the only time that um, when I was a child that we actually went to no the Black bad, Hills. No bad. Well, lands, and, right? and, and the other thing the, the other thing I'll say is that I didn't. I only lived in South Dakota from sixth grade on. Okay. So I I grew up you know my main childhood my foundational childhood in southern Iowa. And so, you know, from sixth grade on through graduation, you know, I only went to to Rapid City in the Black Hills once. Right. So, you know, I think if if I had grown up there and I was a true South Dakotan and I lived there my whole life, I bet you we would have taken many, many other trips out there. Um, Because, like, when I was in Iowa, we went, you know, we went to Chicago. We went to Pennsylvania. We went to Washington, D.C. We went to Kentucky. um, 
because my dad grew up in in Louisville, Kentucky. And so we did those four big road trips from from Iowa. So we would have done something like that had we, you know, been in South Dakota. When I was a kid, there was no chance we were going to get it on on a plane. Yeah, it was no all way. road trips. All yeah. road trips. Yeah, my dad was never gonna, never gonna drop coin for that. No, and even still now, like my parents are retired, they're comfortably retired. You yeah, know, they they talk about just like how you know financially comfortable they are for the first times in their lives, and still even now, I'll just drive. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just drive. Like I'm not a big fan of the of the flights myself. Really? I, yeah, that yeah that that's one of the reasons that I go to the bar first. So because yeah. I, I, then I can just sleep. So what's that from? Is it always you've always? I don't been like know. That? I don't know. I, I I it's not like I'm freaking out. I don't like sit there and you know grab yeah, onto the armrest or anything. Yeah. But uh, no, it's just uh, it, I just not not a big fan of it. I don't like uh, being closed in like that. Uh, I hate lines and and weirdly I hate crowds as much mm-hmm. as this business is based off of crowds. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in front of it, I'm fine. Right. Like if I was if give me a microphone, give me nothing to say. Say fill twenty minutes before the band can actually go on in front of sixty thousand people. Hell yeah! If I got to be one of the sixty in the crowd, yeah. oh, I don't want to yeah. do this. Yeah, I don't like this at all. So many people. Yeah, that's true. You need your you need your brain to be distracted with some sort of objective. And I think when you fly, you're just like a you're just you're just a one of the thousands of minions in there. Yeah, yeah. That's I I understand that part. I, so maybe so. What about when you actually get on the plane? Is that unnerving? Like no, actually going through the process of all the, the whole bullshit. process, yeah, and then and then you know if you get middle seats, son of a, yeah, um, yeah, you know. But for the most part, it's yeah, and then you're sitting next to people, and I'm a weirdo magnet. That's the other thing. Oh yeah, you're like Heath Farwell. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I always will find somebody that's just got the weirdest stories, or just yeah, and it, it it's fun afterwards, but during it's agonizing because you're like, oh man, this is. Like I remember sitting on the plane with this, this guy. I'm flying back from New York by myself. I went out and met up with a buddy out there, and he had a convention going, so I went out and, and visited. It was a great time. And I'm flying back. This older gentleman, he's sitting uh, on the far, you know, he's at the window seat, and um, I'm in the middle, thanks. And then we got this other guy on the out. Well, of course, I pee a lot. So if I'm oh, up, right. if I'm yeah. if I don't yeah. fall asleep, then I'm going to go up. I'm going to have to pee at some point on the on the plane. Old guy has has to go to the bathroom. So guy's sitting there sleeping. He just crawled over him. Yeah. So that started off of like this is going to be weird, and because uh, I'm like I think the guy's sleeping. He's yeah, like, that's okay. And he just climbed over both of us. Yeah. Old guy goes to the bathroom and he comes back. The guy who was sleeping got up and like moved to the other other side because it was open. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm like, oh sweet, I'll go take the uh, you know, the aisle. So I'm sitting there in the aisle seat now, and the old man comes back and he just starts stretching his groin out. Oh. And he's just going, ah, ah. Hey, do you know how to stretch out a groin? He's yelling at me, right? And I'm like trying to pretend I don't hear him. He's like, oh, it's just right in here. And he's, you know, and now I got old man Cacker, Come on. like at that height, you know, because you're sitting down. Yeah. And people on the plane are like looking back and giggling and like, what in the hell is this guy doing? And are these two a couple? And he's just, oh my God. And then he just went on and told me this huge story about how he flew out there to go tell the woman that he loves, that he loved her. And then she said, thanks. Oh. Yep. And oh. so he was flying back empty handed and apparently with a tight groin. Holy cow. Yeah. That's why I don't like flying. Yeah. <laughs> Old man growing. Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> I know, that's that's why I'm I'm asshole guy that just puts his headphones on and yep. 
and just tunes everybody out because I don't want to get in those conversations. Yeah. Like, I don't really, I don't want to hear your life story. I don't want to hear why you're traveling to such and such. Like, that trip was, was really a terrible trip now that I think about it because when I was flying to New York, older woman sitting next to me, delightful, super sweet woman. Yeah. She goes, so you're going to New York? Yeah. <laughs> Flying somewhere? <laughs> On the same plane with you. <laughs> and, and so she sparks up a little conversation. I said, oh, yeah, obviously. What, so what are you going down to see? You going to see family? Are you, you going out downtown Manhattan? And she goes, oh, I'm going to go see my kids. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I haven't talked to them for a long time. Yeah, there was an issue with the family, and I'm like, oh, God. And oh, God. Anything, Please don't tell me. I don't want to know. Anything that I would say somehow tragically would turn in her storyline. Like, I was like, hey, all right, I think I'm going to get a Coke. Ah, my brother died when he got crushed by a vending machine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. He, he loved Coke, too. <laughs> but and it was just. killed him. It was stuck, and he started to rock it. It fell on him. As you do. I mean, I. <laughs> He did it many times. He oh. just really wanted his coke. <laughs> this time it killed him. Oh, all right. One last game for you here. Ben Lieber, my guest, former Minnesota Viking, of course. And then, you know what? Before we do this, uh, I have to say this, dude. Uh, and this is with all sincerity. You are so damn good at what you do mm. in the broadcasting world. Mm. I mean, hell of a football player, no doubt. You proved that. I mean, you got 10 years, for God's sakes. Mm. But. By the skin of my teeth. No. Just hanging on. Nobody gets 10 years. Hanging on. People don't get 10 years by the skin of their teeth. Boy, I had so much blackmail. (laughs) But no, in in the broadcast world, the television that you do, and and obviously with the Vikings Radio Network, and the stuff with the fan, and everything like that, you just, you make it seem so easy, it makes me sick to my stomach. Mm, Thank you, but I'm always terrified. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... But it's a good feel, right? Like, it's like that charged up, about to go and hit the field. It's a a good anxiety. Um... But yeah, I never. I, I don't know how you. I mean, you, you all you guys here like make are such great examples of like how to make everything sound so fun and entertaining and um, just so natural and conversational. So I, re- I'm always trying to like learn and listen to you guys and how you do it. Um, but so I don't know if you guys feel this internally, but every time the that red light goes on, yeah. it's just my heart just like is going crazy, and I, I'm just yeah. like, gotta keep it together, keep it together. <laughs> Oh, believe me, I have nightmares. Still to this day, 28 years into this, literally nightmares that they let me go on the air, but they don't tell me what the call letters are, and they don't show me how to work the new equipment that I've never worked before. And then they're like, oh, yeah, here, go, and, and just go. And I don't even know what the sh- what the programming is, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's like yeah. I had nightmares about it. But you, if you don't have that, like, that surge, you probably shouldn't go on anymore in I my guess. opinion because i'm still to this day i go out in front of a crowd i am just jazz i mean inside i'm like holy shit holy shit holy shit holy shit and then i go up and i just do it and i'm like holy shit this is awesome and same with the doing shows and stuff like that i mean just yeah. thinking about things about how can we have fun what, what what twist would come out of this how do we find like an emotional uh tie-in mm-hmm. with other people and not only just the guests that you have on but also people listening yeah, that's the um, God. When you start thinking about all that stuff, it's like it definitely gets much heavier. Yeah, you know, like I love doing this right now because it, it, there's something that's so. Relaxing. You know, no one's gonna listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're. I mean, 
I'm with somebody that that I trust. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm with somebody that I can I can be comfortable with. And the word podcast just seems so much lighter. You know, yeah, yeah. if you said, "Hey, let's go, let's go on. We're going to be live on K102." Right. right. Like, oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm like, mm. Yeah. Right. I kind of sit up a little bit straighter and I, I want to think about my answers a little bit more. I'm like, I want to be, oh, I got to be a little more entertaining. Like we got pithy and whatever. But then you get in a podcast mode and you're like, ah, let's yeah. just wing it. Let's just have fun. Right, right, you right. Know? Dead air is fine. Yeah, we can yeah, we'll edit that out. We can let it sit. Yeah. Let it breathe. I know. Let it breathe a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like when we're but doing, thank you anyway. Yes. When we're doing our segment of uh, uh, Vikings Football Sunday, which is never long enough. I keep giving Abbott. Dude, I know. What is we're, the we're deal? like every, and then I, you ask like your second question. I hear the music start playing. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> we just said hello, right? And then after the after one, that's my favorite. Yeah, because then we get that one. We can actually let it breathe, and then they just yeah. tell me eventually, oh, we're gonna get ready for the coach or go to go to break before yeah. the coach. And that uh, that one's so much. So then you're like, okay, we can actually talk. Yeah. But in that other segment, and I always tend to be, how come it's so short? You went long with the other one. No, I didn't. You're no, t- because it's it's pretty much right at the same time. And you told a- me when to be out. Yeah, That's what I do. And then you yell in my ear while I'm talking, well, which we is gotta bizarre. Get the, we got to get to the pregame preach. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's the best. Date of birth. Yep. All right. You're going to hear a movie. You're going to hear a song. You're going to hear a TV show. All you have to do is tell me what year were all of those big. All right? D-O-B. There's not to make reply. There's not to reason why. There's but to do and die. Into the valley of death rode the 600. They're all going to die, aren't they? Yeah. I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. Sometimes when I wipe, I'll wipe and I'll wipe and I'll wipe and I'll wipe a hundred times. Still poop. Still poop. Let me check that. It's like I'm wiping a marker or something. <laughs> what is that from? Outtakes from uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, my God. That's so good. <laughs> wipe. No, wipe. It's like I'm wiping a marker. God, we've all been there. If you have not watched Andy's outtakes. Uh I have not. You have to. Just Google or YouTube, rather, and just the outtakes from Park and Rec, and especially Andy. So effing funny. Oh, my God. It's so all- good. Chris Pratt, just hysterical, making this stuff up on the fly. My, my One of my buddies from K-State, you know, just picture your stereotypical offensive lineman, and that was him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And he, he just he had a he had a, a practice where if that happened where he's wiping the marker, he's like I, I just give up. I, he's like I, he, I think he's I think he said he had a, he had a five wipe maximum. <laughs> and we're like, what do you mean five? Like that's it? Right. And he's like, yeah, I I'll just I'll reassess it later. 
He's like, no matter what's going on after five wipes, it, I'll just come back to it later. You're just, just going to risk that gamble? He doesn't all care. The, he all didn't the way care. around? Like, oh. uh, I mean, he just... That's like blowing your nose and not taking a look right before you I, throw it out. I know. You got to take a look. Uh, yeah, and we're like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. but, if you, but if it's like right there and you're going to be clean on the fifth wipe, you don't give it another sixth or seventh. He's like, no. Like, it's too long. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's just taxing. He's like, it's too much work. Yeah. <laughs> I go back there, but you got to come back later on when you got swamp ass. Oh, I, oh God. This, well, it's a podcast. Who cares? Uh, it was hockey in Oatana, the high school hockey locker room there at the rink, the Four Seasons. It had uh, it had a, nice. it, it, had a uh, it, it was um, it had a toilet there, but no walls. So there was oh yeah. So it was yeah. just in you know, a locker room toilet, and so there. yeah. Well, the coach is drawing a place up on the board with the chalk. Someone's you know taking a duke right there. <laughs> well, you know, and it's, it's like just oh, what is happening here? Well, uh, a buddy of mine, I can't say his last name, but his name is Randy. Um, <laughs> He was uh, he was there. Coach is literally yelling at us in between periods. He had to take a crap, so he's taking a crap. Coach is yelling at us, Mass Fukushima, yelling at us, and he was a terrible swearer, which always made it fun. And all of a sudden, Randy was wiping. And I know this is gross, but but from the front. Oh, he didn't do the reach around. No, you don't do the front. And I was like, I couldn't help myself. I was. Like, Coach, hold on. Randy, how are you wiping your ass right now? What? So I'm ready to just watch what the coach is saying. We're like, no. So we had a breakdown of how you're supposed to. We felt like you're 18 years old now. Yeah. How do you, what are you doing? Yeah. No, you have you, a girlfriend. Yeah, you don't Think do about that. others. You don't do that. I mean, obviously for, for gals' sanitary purposes, you don't you don't wipe your poop back to front. No. And then for guys, you don't you just don't do that either because it's just gonna get underneath everything else. Yes. It's just no, no. You go you go from behind. And this is the late eighties. We weren't taking care of areas, yeah. you know, at that point yeah. as far as like just letting it, yeah. you know, bush out. Yeah. <laughs> um let's let's answer your question here real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What was the, the game? Yeah. <laughs> um oh, Randy's gonna be so bad when I tell him to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Is it 2009? Yes! Bing, bing, bing! Woo! 2009! So what was the movie from? The movie clip? Oh, that was from The Blind Side. That's uh, Tim McGraw. Oh. Remember? He was trying to figure out what paper he was going to write about or what he was going to write about. Right. Yeah. It was uh, based off the LSU game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tim McGraw, best football movie. Which one's better, Friday Night Lights or The Blind Side? Um, I mean they're they're both true stories. I would say Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah. He was so good in it. Yeah, it was like you didn't even recognize that it was Tim McGraw almost in a way. He's funny. He's a very talented dude. Yeah. Wow. I had an embarrassing I mean, moment with uh, Tim McGraw, and uh, it was based off of Friday Night Lights in a way. Uh, we were in Nashville, and I weird had to pee. Yeah, and so that's what I do. And Tim McGraw was actually so it was the CMAs, so mm-hmm. Country Music Awards, and all these radio stations are there, and they're going to have Tim McGraw like monitor this meeting of all these different uh, performers and stuff like that. And so he was talking to oh my gosh, why can't I think of his name right now? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So he's uh, so I have to go to the bathroom. He's talking to one of the other artists, 
that and they're right in the hallway where the bathroom is. I I yeah. walk right through. So I go and I'm standing and I'm doing the stand up one and all of a sudden Tim McGraw comes walking in. He's got a pee too. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? He pees just yeah. like everybody I else. I would never have guessed. No. And he's not a stall guy, you know, where some guys are just automatic, yeah. don't care, yeah. going to go in the stall. No, no. He's right there standing next to me. And uh, uh, no, most, like my wife and everybody else, no, I didn't peek. Uh, there was a divider. At any rate, um, so we're just standing there. I couldn't hold myself. And I'm like, dude, you were great in Friday Night Lights. And he just looked at me and like, dude, I'm peeing. Yeah. What are you doing? I know. You don't talk. I know. There's you no don't. talking. Yeah, you don't. Wait till you get to the sink. I know. Like a regular human being. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that voice in your head was way too strong. Oh, I couldn't help myself. Yeah. I could not help myself. Yeah. The, yeah. Then immediately that small voice that got overshadowed in your head <laughs> afterwards, like, you stupid idiot! I told you! This is why you don't do it right now! God! You might as well go wipe with Randy. Um, Another Tim McGraw one I got for you. So... And this deals with uh, with uh, Jared mm-hmm. and Hutch, mm-hmm. Heath, uh, Dugan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was it. So I'm over at Country Jam in, in Eau Claire. And I get a call from Jared. And he's like, dude, uh, get us tickets uh, to Country Jam. And I'm like, what? Yeah, we want to see Tim McGraw. I'm like, Tim McGraw's tonight, man. He goes, yeah, we're on our way. I'm like, what do you mean you're on your way? Phone cuts out. All of a sudden, Hutch calls me. Dude, just, you got to make sure you get us. We got a we got a bus. You got to make sure you get us backstage so that way we don't get bothered by you know people. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And, and uh, I'm like, who? So I've heard think- about this trip that they all went on, but they didn't have tickets for it before they even left. No, Jesus. no. So then I go over to the organizer and I'm like, hey. And turns out she's a huge Vikings fan. I'm like, these guys are coming. You can give some pictures with them, stuff like that. I'm sure they'll sign some stuff. Blah blah. blah. You mind if we bring them back here? Because you know, otherwise people will glom on them, yeah. and you know they just want to have fun. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. So thank God that yeah, worked thank out. Thank God, yeah. So we get there, or they finally get there, and uh, they had the oldest man ever on the planet driving. I don't know where they found this guy or if he was actually still alive. I think he was the ghost driver. And uh, Jamie Johnson was also playing that day. And so we hopped up on Jamie Johnson's bus. So all of us go up on Jamie Johnson's bus. And then afterwards, we're standing outside the bus in this big circle, and I'm telling a story. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're telling a story, you're talking, and somebody just comes into the circle, and you're not really sure who it is, or you just keep going. All of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, and blah, 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 telling a story, and, and, and he, yeah, and then he was wiping from the front. And mm-hmm. then, um, all of a sudden, it's just Tim McGraw standing there. And I go, oh, hey, Tim, how you doing? And just kept on talking, and everybody else was like, holy crap. Uh-uh. And Tim's, like, freaking out, because he loves football, obviously. And so, he can't believe who he's in the circle talking with. And uh, I go, hey, so this is 2008. Yes, 2008. Yeah, that sounds right. I go, hey, you are really good friends with Brett Favre. And Tim, look, I mean, you should have seen his his eyes light up. He's like, yeah, he's on my phone. He's like pointing at his phone. I got him on my phone and everything. I'm like, call him. We need a quarterback. And uh, Jared and Hutch are like, yeah, yeah, call him. Come on, call him. Tim's like, he's not going to like that. Oh, and, and I'm sure that, <laughs> that Jared and Hutch are about... <laughs> <laughs> Two thirty packs in at this point. Oh yeah. Well, they they had their own keg. Yeah, in the back yeah. of the ghost truck. Oh, yeah, this the this ghost story bus. Is, yes. Oh yeah. Then they end up uh, that the end of that story too was uh, when I found out the next day, Hutch called me, and uh, I go, "Hey, did you guys get home? All, all good and everything. The old man didn't die. Nobody had to drive." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, no, guy ran out of gas." I'm like, "What? 
Because, yeah, he ran out of gas. They had to push the bus. No. Yeah, but it wasn't. Hutch had already been dropped off. He got dropped off first because oh, he no. was the one that rented the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so the other guys, and, of course, he walked in the house through his keys and his phone on the counter and just crashed. And he never answered the phone. Those guys yeah. are calling like crazy going, what, what service did you call? We got to get these guys. So they had to push the freaking bus. <laughs> this old man so they could get gas and get home they didn't get home but till you know, like that's that's three four every, in the morning that's what every guy road trip should be yeah so so all all the high school kids or college kids that are listening to this that's what you do you just <laughs> you you do you do the big pieces you like we're gonna get a bus or yeah. we're gonna we're gonna use someone's van right that's all you really need to know <laughs> like, if you're gonna do a road trip properly right at least you're, when you're young just just kind of barely organize it and say, like, well, where are we going? I don't know. We thought about going to the Ozarks or we thought about going to right. South Padre. All right. And just kind of like, all right, cool. You don't think about all the other particulars. No. They'll work themselves they out. They work themselves out. Those are the best road trips. And, Have if, you and if shit happens, you blow out a tire, you're, you, know, you run out of gas, just adds to the story. Story for life, yeah. yeah. Have you ever found yourself in, like, a uh, – where you're like, holy crap, with the – like celebrities and i mean there's a lot of stuff that you do but even like with other football players or whatever all of a sudden you're in a you're in a spot and you just go how am i here well i would say a lot of that yes um when i was in san diego and early in my my football career you know san diego's not it's 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 not los angeles at all i mean right. it's not glamorous like that at all which is why people like san diego um but Certainly, because of the proximity, there tends to be, you know, athletes and and Hollywood types that kind of come down there for other people's events and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, I and, and I got to, and Junior say and I got you know relatively close in just the you know what the the year that we played and then we 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 worked out together in the off season for the next two years. Um, when he'd come back to San Diego. So long story short, like between junior and then some other guys that were just um, in the area, right. other retired guys, you know, you do a lot of golf tournaments and a lot of events. And so I often felt like, what the hell am I doing here? Right. You know, it's <laughs> like, and some of them were just, were, were just uh, football celebrities, you know, like, you know, Marcus Allen and, yeah. and um, but huge celebrities yeah, huge, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah huge celebrities in the football world are just like all hanging out. You know, Junior would have this huge event for his foundation in San Diego. And it's like all these Hall of Famers and like big time iconic players are just walking around, drinking, having, and you're just yeah. like, and you, and same sort of thing with you and Tim Gray. You just find yourself in a conversation in a, in a group of people and you're like, oh my God, like, what the fuck am I doing? Here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and they don't, they don't know who I am. And I'm like, you're just like constantly like filtering yourself like okay am i cool enough like right. am i gonna say something stupid like what's the going filter on? goes like crazy oh, filter goes i like want to say this but they're gonna think that's dumb and then i just ruined the one moment i'm I I was know, gonna maybe have and so you know it's, you're it's, great in friday night lights i know it's just it's just <laughs> things like that like you know i was got picked up in the middle of the night kind of in the middle of the night very spontaneous junior um my rookie year in the off season was like hey dude um, I don't know what you're doing right now, but we're going to come pick you up in the limo. Uh, what? Nice. Okay. Where are we going? Ah, we're just going to go out. Cool. So it's like, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night. We start touring around 
all of San Diego, just bar hop into all his all his his little watering holes, and you know we're we're rolling like you know 10, 10 12 people deep, and uh, my my wife is just like, where are you guys going? Like I don't know, and and she and she knew Junior by this point point in time, like had a reputation and stuff like that, so she's like, you know, be careful and blah blah blah, right? And, you know, just watch what's going what's going on. And, you know, she she knows that there's gonna be girls involved and it's all this other stuff. I'm like, I got it. I got, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, it's like two in the morning. Right. And she calls me and she's like, where are you going? Or where are you at? I'm like, I, I don't know. She's like, what do you mean you don't know? I go, I don't know. We've just been driving. Like we've been on, we're, we're like on the 405 or something right now. I don't know where I go. I go where, guys, where are we going? We're like, oh, we're, we're meeting up with Dennis Rodman at his bar in, in Newport. I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess we're meeting up with Dennis Rodman. Like, <laughs> like and, and so, so here we go. Like it's two in the morning when we just – belly up to some random bar and it's not like i didn't have any interaction with them because he was just sitting at a booth with a bunch of girls right so like but we're there and i'm like i'm like oh shit this dennis rodman like right right there and like here i'm rolling in with junior and his posse and stuff and we're at a bar in newport at like two in the morning and the next thing you know (laughs) it's like we go to another bar like three in the morning oh jeez and so i didn't get home till like after four you know you know yeah like five, five o'clock in the morning and I couldn't even tell you what, what we did. Where we go? Like it, it's just like you know, I'm not really sure. Things happen. Things happen. But I don't and, really. And, and yeah. um, so that sort of thing happened more often. At least being around those celebrity types happened more often when I was in Southern California than than really any experience here. And then you know your life is different. You know, right. I get up here, and within a year we have a kid, and and uh, you know you're just not you're not out having those like. Right. spontaneous out till five in the morning type nights. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. You watch that switch happen. With, oh yeah. With, especially with players. Where yeah. it's like, well, that's a, those are single guys over there. Yeah. And then, you just had a kid. Yeah. And you're <laughs> envious to a point, but then you're also like, if I went out and did that, you know, I'm, I'm not only tired from the, the dad duties, right. You know, then you think about the next day and you're like, there's no way. Like it's not worth oh, it. Oh, your wife's just going to hand you the child. Oh yeah. And so yeah, you oh, got yeah. this yeah. Mr. Yeah. Party all night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't do that anymore. I do a lot of garage <laughs> drinking. That's that's kind of that's the, that's the thing now. Yeah, you know that's the thing like as I get older the less and less I drink, you know. Yeah. It's like and and it's always you know, I've even had like I've even had buddies that I'm I'm close to in diner and they're like, "I don't think I've ever seen you drunk drunk." I'm like yeah, probably right. Like I'll I'll take it to a yeah. point where like I know I'm getting drunk, and then that 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 voice is like ah, shut her down, and then I'll start shutting her down. And I'm trying to think. I don't think I have ever been around you when you've been. I maybe when we were in Cancun, get a little tipsy, but then yeah. both of us were. You know, I mean, it was work capacity yeah, well, to some was, level. And yeah, I was worried about that too because I'm looking. I'm like, well, this is just a great op- this is a great opportunity, and they're so nice to to fly us down here. I don't want to be that guy. Right. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be that guy, and I'm like. You know, you got to kind of hold it together. Like, okay, what's the right balance of having fun? But then I never knew like, our schedule of like, when do I have to go on stage? Right. Like, when do I have to like go be somewhat professional in front of a microphone? And right. still at that point in time, like I wasn't comfortable in front of a microphone. So I was still very nervous going up in front of a big crowd. And Musk won't go on a stage without a Miller Lite in one hand yeah, and a microphone yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, other. So yeah. he's been doing this a yeah, while so apparently. That was, almost, that was also <laughs> just kind of a weird time because I'm like, I don't know how to play this right. Like, <laughs> I want to drink and have fun because I'm on a beach in Mexico, but I also don't want to be a jackass. And they're like, wow, this was a major mistake bringing this guy down here. Never leave her again. I know. Abby can come, but not, not Ben. Uh, buddy, thank you so much for joining us.
joining me here on Roadies. Yeah, this is super fun. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. It's, you know what? Uh, there's nothing better than roadies. And I, I, I haven't been on a good road trip in a while, and I know a lot of us haven't, and I really want to get on one. I was supposed to be doing one this weekend, and now that's turned. I know. That sucks. Uh, those plans fell through. I know. I was going to go down to Lake of the Ozarks. I, I was going to go down to that casino. In the show Ozark, I was going to see if Ruthie was there and if she knew shit about fuck. <laughs> I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> you know, I this is not this is not for the for the Branson area uh, tourist convention or whatever committee, but for anybody that's looking for a great family destination that I think you're surprised at the beauty. Yeah, Lake of the Ozarks is awesome. And then you know you go further south and you go to um, Table Rock Lake. You won't find like a more beautiful lake. That that is, I mean, you're talking like a sunken lake. Yeah. So you you're you're cliff jumping off of fifty foot rock cliffs that oh. are just it's so the water's clear, it's beautiful. Um, that whole area of Missouri. Now getting there, if you're on a road trip, be careful. And I'm being serious, like that? because it's Missouri. And oh, there are it, some parts, and there are that true hillbilly, like yes. like what the hell are you doing in our town. That that exists, yes. Because we found that, like I was saying in the story earlier. Now it could be because we're eight to ten football players that roll through, and half of them are were linemen, so they're you know three hundred pound guys. So I think some of the eyeballs were just because of like the size, yeah. But it's definitely um, like you're not from around here, are you? Right. Like it's that sort of mentality, and it, just be prepared that like you gotta be, kind of be on the lookout a little bit. But once you get down there. Phew, Frick, man, it's beautiful. I think it was Southwest Missouri State. Mankato State went and played there. Yeah. When my brother was coaching at Mankato State, and I was filming for the football team. That's essentially how I ended up getting into broadcasting because I, I got this job filming the football team. Yeah, that's and 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 uh, um, doing the highlight reels and stuff like that and the games. <clears throat> and um, we drove through, and I you're you're not kidding because it was like oh my god, beautiful rolling hills, lots of goats. <laughs> and, and, and then the it's sheep and goats. Oh, you're like, oh, this is yeah, kind of getting yeah. a little weird. I Easy. didn't know they're, this. They're, part, they're taken. <laughs> <laughs> ben Lieber, thank you, buddy. Thank you, Mus.